This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of the effects of anti-abortion laws. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to my gay agenda. Today, maybe not. An investigative podcast where we usually interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is still Jen. My name is CJ, according to the state of New Jersey. And we are here to plot, typically, whatever it is that cisgender straight people think it is we're doing. So a lot happened in that intro there. First off, (laughs) New Jersey said that I'm CJ now. So if you dead name me, you're getting arrested. That's that. That's how that works, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But also, it's April Fool's, which means we have in the room with us a cisgender heterosexual. Specifically... (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. It's okay. This is a safe space. (laughs) Uh, specifically, this is my older sister, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Hi, CJ. Hi, Jen. Hello. <laughs> how, how are you? How's it going? Good. Pretty good so far. All right. You know, I'm plotting and whatnot. <laughs> oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I'm glad to hear that it's the first minute is already going good for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're already off to a great start. Uh, Want to tell us just a little bit about you? Sure. Uh, my name is... Maddie Higgins Huang. Uh, I work for a hardwood flooring company. I, in my spare time, drive people to their abortions. Uh, and I'm the former, this is not my first podcast experience, because oh I'm the former host and editor of Bloodsuckers, a Twilight podcast with co host CJ Higgins. Yes. Just in case anyone forgot. <laughs> Once the number one arts and literature podcast on iTunes. Because no one had heard of podcasts yet. Because it was the first one, probably. (laughs) This has to come up on this podcast at least once a year so that we can all remember this. I'm always going to be bringing it up. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Flags are lowered at half mast to remember (laughs) this. All right. um, So you are cisgender and heterosexual. Do you want to discuss your identities? Uh, sure, they're... The more tragic, the better, is what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. If you can make it, like, sort of like, people will listen to this and cry and feel inspired and share it on Facebook, that'll really help. Yeah. Apparently with, like, ratings. Yes, it's very tragic. I realized I was straight, and then at 16 started dating a guy, and then just never stopped doing that, and then I got (laughs) married, and then... That is all. <laughs> and, and your family's okay with all of this? Uh, I mean, it's had some ups and downs of doing exactly what is expected of me as a good Christian. <laughs> but, but we got through it okay, I think. Good, Fascinating. Good. Yeah, um, I did want to talk about, um, so what was it like getting straight married? 
confused. I was uh, there, but I would yeah. love to hear your experience getting straight married. Yeah, getting straight married was just uh, off the wall. Just <laughs> <laughs> balls to the wall, catered event. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> just that, you know, all the guys on one side, all the girls on another. We were all wearing matching outfits. <laughs> well, you know, gosh, describe it like that. Just out of control. <laughs> Did you feel the event was at all um, cheapened by the existence of same-sex marriage? Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about that. I was up there looking into my soon-to-be husband's eyes, and I was just like, "What if a gay person is married? This is all for naught. Like, <laughs> just throw this all in the garbage." <laughs> Especially since I was literally right behind you the entire time, as was our other queer sister. That must have been a lot it was just for you like to right, right on my neck, on the back of my neck, the gays were coming for it. Rubbing, <laughs> rubbing it in your face, one could say. Yeah. Just looming reminders like gargoyles. <laughs> gay goyles. That's what everybody <laughs> described me as that night. Like a gargoyle. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I'm glad that to hear that um, despite the presence and existence of gay people, your love has persevered the past couple of months. It's true. Um, I think my favorite straight experience is people asking me, how's married life going? Like, so far. <laughs> it's been, hold on, it's, it's been like a small handful of months. Yeah, about six months at this point, right? Yeah. And uh, pretty much pretty much the same so far. <laughs> it's just like, I feel like it was, when you're planning the wedding, it's so easy to talk about things because people are just like, how's wedding planning going? It's like, thanks for asking. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressed all the time and I want to die. It's great. Torture. Um, but, but now it's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the answer is just like, Still going so far. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't expired yet. <laughs> Hasn't expired. <laughs> I that was my favorite part when Deacon gave you a coupon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, you, you only have so much time, so like use this. Well people are always like, Oh, the first year of marriage, it's like the best one. I'm like running out of time for it to be the best one, I guess. <laughs> like, not not very comforting. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Um, all that aside, um, there we recently have been working on my name change. So li- early listeners of the podcast may remember that I wasn't CJ this whole time. Go ahead and delete those memories, specifically the ones related to my old name, by the way. Just get those out of there. because like men in black them. with te- And now you can gay men in black them with... Uh... What's her name? Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. Yes. yes. Oh, great. Can Amazing. we go back into the old episodes in every instance where we say your dead name, we put in the sound effect from Men in Black yeah. of that thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the like the losing horn from The Price is Right. Yeah. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> the whole ba-ba-ba-da-blah. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Increase each episode by a solid five minutes. Um, so yeah, um, you and I, Maddie, have been working on changing my name legally, uh, because I saw all of the steps that were required, all 19 of them in the state of New Jersey, and went, oh my god, I don't know how to do any of this, help, dear god, help, please. And then 
you helped me out. So want to talk about that experience? Uh, sure. I, well, basically after the 2016 election, uh, it was pretty much terrible for everybody, but (laughs) pretty much least of all me as (laughs) as a straight white person with that, uh, you know, doesn't have really many struggles to deal with. Um, But I was just so frustrated that I kind of set my sights on providing practical support for people that I could. Um, So I think a lot of, like, leading up to the election, I was very active on social media of, like, trying to get people to realize that, you know, Donald Trump is the fucking worst and that maybe there's a million good reasons that people you care about don't want him elected and, like, Mm. sharing my traumas on, like, what traumas there were on social media and everything and have them just get dunked right in the garbage. Yeah. And so I kind of just stopped going on social media at all and was kind of like, I don't know what to do with myself because I'm so emotionally exhausted from doing this. It clearly doesn't help. And I got nothing else. But what I am really good is at logistics and paperwork and reading forms. And so then I was (laughs) like, what kind of things can I do to do that? So then one of them was CJ said that they wanted to change their name legally. And I'm like, government forms. I can get my claws all up in that. Like, I, I I can read all the forms and look up all the research and figure out everything. And then once I learn how to do that once, I'll be able to help other people do it. And so then uh, that's pretty much how we got started. I was just like, let me research exactly step by step how this is going to get done. Yeah, it was pretty much like anytime there was a step, you sort of gave me like the TLDR version of it. Like, all right, they just said a lot of shit. Here's what we need for real. So what was it we needed? Because there's 19 steps in the packet. (sighs) Yeah, it was mostly, I mean, for me, like, reading the forums seemed pretty straightforward, because even though it's 19 steps, seems like a lot of steps, it really was just all in order and fairly well laid out, so that was, you know, that's not always a given government paperwork, so that was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I'm even trying to remember, I kind of wish I had the steps in front of me, but it was mostly just, like fill out this form and send it to this government agency and then send proof that you sent that to this other government agency and then send more proof that you sent that to that government agency back to this different government agency. And then some checks had to go to certain places. So yeah, it was pretty much just printing out all the forms, sending things by paper mail like it's 1869 and, (laughs) and waiting for all those forms to come back. And uh, doing paper copies of things was most of it. And then once we got the hearing date, just waiting for the hearing to come up. Yeah, I since I started the process of changing my name, I also would, like, posted on social media about it just to, like, I mean, first of all, just to, like, let people know that that was something, like, I was committing to and doing. So, like, stop detonating me, please, God, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a lot of people reached out to me, like... How is that going? What does it look like? Like, what did you have to do? And I mean, not all of them are New Jersey residents, so, like, it's going to be dependent by state. But, like, I think that I personally, like, seeing a huge packet of paper with, like, a million steps of what to do, I was like, oh, no. But then a lot of it was actually, like, pretty redundant. Like, it would be, like, point number two, you need to fill out this form, this form, and this form. Point three, here's how you fill out that first form that we mentioned in the point two. And it's like... Could you not have made that, like, 
point A, point B, point C of the same section. Like, the most daunting part of it is just that, like, some of the redundancy is a little confusing. But, like, other than that, like, if you follow what it is they laid out, and, of course, if you have the financial capability, I have personally paid over $300 so far to do this, and I still have more to go. Um, so that's definitely a barrier. Um, but other than that, like, I know it can be daunting for a lot of people to look at that, but it's mostly just tedious. Yeah, and I also think bur- bureaucracy is a lot more daunting when it's something you're emotionally invested in. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I have an emotional <clears throat> investment in you as my sibling being happy, but the right. actual process of the thing doesn't really have anything to do with me personally. So it's easy for me to just look at it neutrally and be like, okay, we're going to do this, 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 and it won't be a big deal. Whereas it's, you know, a big deal to you or a big deal to anyone else who wants to do it. Like, I've definitely experienced that with dealing with, like, mental health bureaucracy where it's like, Mm. oh, I need to get an appointment with a counselor and so now I need to go through my insurance and now I gotta figure out what my insurance covers and how I'm gonna put the money in my HSA or blah 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 and it's just like this is already an emotionally fraught situation and now I have to do a million paperworks about it and I just don't even want to deal with this so I'm hoping now that we have gone through this process that maybe I can just give people the forms to fill out and just be like, here, I will ask you all the questions, I'll fill out the forms for you, I'll mail them where they need to go, and then we'll be good. Yeah, I think those were some of my favorite moments when you and I were in, like, the office together and just, like, yelling questions back and forth to each other while filling out forms. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, My favorite question being, uh, it's this related to Hurricane Zandy. Yeah. (laughs) The name. Yeah. That was a question all the, because, like, technically speaking, like, we were filing a claim. Yeah, a complaint, I think it's called, so you're not actually complaining about anything, but the, like, in the colloquial sense, but you're filing a complaint with the court, basically. So is that just, like, a holdover Uh, from other types of claims, or were there just, like, a lot of people changing their name from Sandy after? Well, it was just a generic, like, court complaint form, so it was just like, is this court complaint related to Hurricane Sandy? Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, apparently there are people out there changing their name for fraud, because I was asked several times if I was doing that, and I simply said no. Would would somebody who was say yes? Uh, no, but that is specifically so if you turned out you were committing fraud, that uh, you could be tried for perjury. Gotcha. Yeah, you'd be like, you did say you weren't lying, so... Yeah, you did a crime... While doing a crime. Double crime. It's basically legally pinky swears. Like, it's much worse if you lie after you pinky swear. (laughs) True. Pinky swore? That is true. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, we just went to my name change hearing yesterday. That happened yesterday. Um, What was that like on your end? Because on my end, it was really sweaty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I could definitely see on your end that you were very, very nervous. I had done a little bit of Googling around and some research, and it did appear that it was going to be a boring 20-minute procedure where they just asked you a list of questions that were already on the form just to confirm them in front of the court, um, which does make you wonder why it has to be in front of the court and can't just be an affidavit like a lot of things are. Yeah. Um, but, oh well, I guess we're not spending enough tax dollars on (laughs) bullshit. Um, So, uh, 
I. Where would that money go elsewhere? Schools? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was mostly pretty boring, but very exciting for it to be done and for everything to go well. I guess I was a, a little nervous in case they, there was some kind of hiccup that I didn't know if they were going to let me jump up from the audience and be like, excuse me, this packet form said this, <laughs> this thing and you are wrong. <laughs> but instead, the judge, in fact, complimented on CJ on their ability to fill out all the forms perfectly correctly. And then I a single tear dropped from my eye <laughs> on the beauty of that moment. The word excellent was what they used. Oh, yes. They said it was excellent. And I wanted to turn my head and yell, Daddy! <laughs> but I did not. Um, well, I was nervous on my end because uh, part of the packet, they asked you why you were changing your name. And me, feeling brave, I guess, wrote, I am transgender and I would like to use a name that reflects my non-binary gender identity. Using the words transgender and non-binary in a government document was something that I realized how scary that was as I was approaching my court hearing and as the judge looked over my papers in front of me for a solid two minutes in silence. Like, and at one point, he was like, oh, sorry, there's a page missing. Hold on. I went to the back, and I'm like, did we forget to mail a page? I thought we filled it. Oh, my God. What if the page is on fire back there? And that's like, oh. <laughs> I also have anxiety, so. What? Yeah, I know. Well, they also had a, they were like, here's my purse with the, or my handbag or whatever, with all seven copies of each of the forms we sent in. I just had pretty copies of my purse That we were going to have everything covered. Well, I had read a wiki how on (laughs) the court hearing, and they said to bring uh, backups of, like, all the stuff you sent in the event that anything was held in question. Just be like, no, 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 I got the thing. I just wanted the thing to go well because I'm a very impatient person. I wanted this-ish done on February 1st when the Babs Sipperstein, Sipperstein law had passed um, in New Jersey. That it means that uh, they uh, cut down a lot of the regulation previously required to change your gender marker on your birth certificate. Now you simply need to fill out a form and pay a $6 fee. Uh, you don't need like proof of surgery or anything like that. I had thought that you could also change your name doing that, but it turns out no. Yeah, yeah, so. that was the one mess up we had was based on the text of the law and the documentation that had been provided so far, it definitely heavily implied that you would be able to change your name as part of the new law with just signing the affidavit. And then when the actual form came out, it was like, you need a court order. And it was like, what a cool <sighs> prank to do on me after I've emailed the Department of Vital Statistics no fewer than four times to clarify <laughs> what I needed to do for this. April Fool's. <laughs> Uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but whatever. now we'll know for the future. Yeah, and we're on track now. So what what does the future of my name change look like now that the hearing is done? Because surely I'm done now that a judge told me I'm fine, right? Oh. <laughs> Your tone implies otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What a plot twist. But in fact, <laughs> it's not done. Um, so first, it's not effective for 30 days. Um, And in the meantime, you got to send your proof of name change to the Department of Treasury and then pay them to acknowledge that for some reason. Um, 
unclear why. And then, uh, but, you know, they got... All they care about is that they're able to tax you, so (laughs) you gotta let them know. Um, And then you gotta contact the Department of Vital Statistics, where you're given the option to... um, to get a new birth certificate if you want. Otherwise, you can just keep your old birth certificate and just have the court order that proves that your name changed for any future uses. Um, but if you want to change your gender marking on the on the birth certificate, then you do need to do that part as well. So that's a, a form now separately that you can do the gender marking and the name at the same time. You just have to have the certified court order accompanying it. All copies of which cost $25 each. Indeed. And you so need at least three to do the bare minimum. Yep. Yeah. God. It's not cheap, granted. Yeah, for some reason. You would think, I can kind of understand the one costing $25, and the, but it seems like if you're doing them all at the same time, you're already, you already got your stamper out. Just go ahead and print out three, like, it didn't cost you 25 more dollars to put a stamp on each Mm. of them. Yeah. But whatever. Yep. Um, and then after that, you can, um, submit it to the, uh, Motor Vehicle Commission, as it is in New Jersey, more, more, uh, often known as the DMV, and then you let them know that you're changing your gender marking and your name, and then they'll hopefully give you a new driver's license. Yeah. And then, um, as I recently discovered, as somebody who recently got married and changed her name, then you get to go through every other fucking thing in your life and realize how many things have your name on them. I wish it was back, like, when you used to get married when you were 14, you didn't have any, like, shit in your name yet. (laughs) And so... Like whatever, who cares what your name is? We'll just start over. <laughs> We're just like I, I'm already 26 years old. I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> that has my name on it. That I gotta backtrack all of this now. I only very recently uh, actually finished changing all my name stuff. So I guess you have another six months to looking forward to of remembering all the things that have your old name on them. Yeah, like the Domino's yeah. pizza profile I have. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> My Costco card was more work than you would have hoped. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I think I think we've neglected a part of the process where I have to publish the news uh, in a newspaper fucking twice about my name change. Yeah, once yeah. before the hearing and once after. Why? Why? It had to be in a newspaper. Well, who reads newspapers? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I'm a famous bee now. Well, you know what? So many hamsters are going to be, like, looking down at their bedding and be like, oh, shit, CJ. Oh, good for them. Oh, word. It's like not only who reads a newspaper, but also who's reading the legal notices of a newspaper, which is its own boring section. Yeah, like, most of it is, like, somebody's selling their house. Here's everything you need to know about the lawyers doing it. It's like, please stop. No, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, I did read in Pennsylvania at least they have a mechanism where you can apply for an exception if you feel like you'd be in danger from publishing your name change in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't investigate. I didn't see in New Jersey's law where it allowed for that option and we didn't really investigate it because we didn't feel like it was relevant for this particular situation. Yeah. Um, I did not particularly feel as if I was in danger if I had my, that information publicated. And that's just because I live in an area that probably does not give a shit. Mm. 
that would be a really... And I think it's also not super clear from the name change, like, that it's a gender-related name change. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, definitely other situations, it can be more clear, but then I guess also you have to have, like, a transphobe who's bored and reading the newspaper, and it's just like, fuck these people specifically. Yeah. <laughs> and all, you don't have to do the address, right? No. Yeah, so I'm also unclear what they were going to do with that information. Yeah. But, but if somebody, like, if that is a concern for you publishing it in the newspaper, there are some places that can provide exceptions, and you should investigate yeah. those. And I think if we had contacted the judge that we were assigned, they probably could have provided an exception if we had asked for it. But yeah. I can't say for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Probably something better to ask through a lawyer, but lawyers are not free, so... Yeah. True. So you get Maddie instead, who's yes. not a lawyer, is just reading the forms. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, um, you mentioned before that, like, this is something you would like to do in the future, like, providing assistance of this type for people who would need it. Do you have, like, a specific plan in terms of, like... Just like holler out and be like, "Hey, I can do this." Uh, or just I guess by my reference, my plan was that you were gonna just tell me who to help. <laughs> I, I do would... know a lot of gay yeah, people. You know, all the gay people I would know would be through you anyway, since mm-hmm. you know every gay person in the world. That is you guys true. all know each other, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. secret underground network. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So if if you need help, just tell me. And I'll tell Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you all the forms and yes. we'll re- fill them out. I have access to a very large copier, which was like 80% of the battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Mm. Probably my one barrier to doing it myself was lack of access to a copy machine. You didn't have to like fax anything, did you? Mm, we no. did have to oh. certify mail stuff, which is even more archaic. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is when you have to pay, instead of paying 55 cents to send a letter, you have to pay, like, $6 to send it so Ugh. that the people have to sign that they received it and then send that back in the mail to you, <laughs> even though they also make you regular mail it in addition to that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So they can have it double for some reason. Like, even just doing healthcare stuff, they're like, fax all this information here, and it's like, what? What year is it? <laughs> Yeah. Where do I find a fax machine? That is one thing I had. I had to fax in several things for, I had to fax in, for one of my credit cards, I had to fax in my marriage certificate and one of, and the TSA pre-check, I had to fax in, even though I had already changed my name with the state department, with my passport, they make you also fax in all of your proof of your name change to the TSA separately because apparently the state department is not good enough proof. My passport says it, but, you know, who cares about that? You heard it from the TSA first. Don't trust the state. <laughs> but trust fax machines. Yeah, trust Always. The, I, That's the weirdest thing about fax machines is, like, oh, we don't do email, we do fax. So it's, like, email, I can look who I sent it to. Like, fax machines is just, like, okay, goodbye into the ether. I hope you got this. <laughs> hope just, I wrote the number in right. They're so lackadaisical. Oh, my God. I once they received a fax. Uh, at work That's right. for somebody's full medical history because they put the fax number in Yay! wrong and I called the place and was like hey you faxed me all this person's personal information they were like oh could you not look at that please a word <laughs> who is she yike alright uh, so 
what is on your straight agenda? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess doing boring straight things, like working on my house I bought with my husband, mostly. Just fixing that up so that we can be good straight people and live as husband and wife in a, in a house that we bought. And, because that's what you do. Um, but realistically, on my straight agenda, is trying to find ways to provide practical help to people. Um, mostly besides helping CJ with the name change, I have been um, volunteering with an organization that helps get people to their abortion appointments. Um, because a lot of people don't have friends or family who can bring them, and you do have to have somebody to bring you because you're, you know, getting a medical procedure, so they right. want somebody to bring you home. Um, but a lot of people don't have those kind of people in their lives, or they don't, or they don't have somewhere to stay because there aren't enough, like, uh, I've had several people that I've driven that had to come stay in New Jersey from, like, Georgia or North Carolina because <gasps> that was the closest place they could get to to get it done. Um, and Pennsylvania also requires 24-hour waiting periods, so even if you're only going for a one-day procedure, um, and there's only, like, very few clinics in Pennsylvania, if you're from all the way west Pennsylvania and need to come all the way to Philadelphia, you still have to stay one night because you that have awesome. to wait 24 yeah. hours, even though there's literally no reason to do that, um, and so, and I don't even particularly like driving, but I was just, I was just talking to my friend about this, like, I don't even like driving, and so sometimes I get the, like, messages like, hey, we need someone to drive here, and I'm like, uh, I kind of could do that, but I really don't feel like it, and then some state will introduce a new law that's like, you can get an abortion after six, uh, no later than six weeks, which is not even your first missed period, yeah. and then I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> everyone's getting an abortion, <laughs> room, room, I'm, get in. I'm like driving, and I'm throwing Easter eggs of plan B out the window, and like, <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. So, that's what's on my agenda right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you, I forgot. Um, so, I have seen, uh, especially since I have changed my name and pronoun in the past, like, couple of years, a lot of uh, cis and or straight people will struggle with how to adapt to someone's new name and pronoun. As somebody who is close to me... And who has like had this experience IRL? Do you have any hot tips for how to like practice that change or anything like that? Um, I guess as far as practicing, it was mostly just you know me and my husband, your brother-in-law, talking yes. about you relatively often because we like you and we hang out and stuff. Oh, so it was mostly <laughs> just practicing with each other and making sure to stay on top of each other and correcting each other because I think it's easy when the person's not there to just be like, oh, whatever, we both know what we're talking about, but right. then you get out of practice so you need to be consistent about, well, and also obviously the disrespect of that person regardless of the fact that they're not there. <laughs> but, but as far as practice, like you really need to be consistent and we we're very consistent at correcting each other. Um, and so I, th I think, I hope we've gotten a lot better with it. Obviously, we're using one name and set of pronouns for the first 25-ish years of knowing 24, him. 24, 25, uh, yeah. So that uh, was a little bit of an adjustment, but I think you just have to practice, always correct yourself, and, um, you know, not make a 
a big deal out of it. Just quick correction and move on with the rest of the sentence, and then you'll just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's like it's like uh, learning the basics of a new language. It's nice to do it when somebody else is around too that you can practice off of. Though I like whenever any of my friends change their names, I just do an internal like, all right, his name is this. This is what he do like just all the time. But externalizing that and like having people to practice with is super helpful too. Just like have flashcards around. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, it definitely helped that the name was already a name that we called you before. So it was easy to switch. Pretty long-standing term for me. That definitely makes it easier. Um, Though I think I I have a little bit of struggle with pronouns in general, especially uh, me and CJ's parents have a large variety of pets, a farm full of pets, if you would. Oh, gosh. And I get their pronouns right 0% of the time. (laughs) Like, they're just, my brain cannot conceive that my parents have... A female dog and two male cats, and obviously they have no emotional investment in my program choice for them, but I am just like, dogs are boys and cats are girls. (laughs) And then my parents got chickens, who are obviously all hens, because they they got them for laying eggs, and I call them he literally 100% of the time, and like, I don't know what my problem is. But that is a very low-stakes situation. So. Because gender doesn't exist for animals. Exactly. So, like, they're exactly. probably They fine. have no feelings. <laughs> they have not ex- once expressed an opinion about yeah. it. Yeah. For sure, prioritizing <laughs> humans' feelings on gender over animals' feelings exactly. on gender is, like, a big step. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, it is funny how quickly people are to adapt to when somebody corrects you about a dog or something, then oh, yeah. people are always like, oh, I'm sorry, or like, the dog has a pink bow on it, so then they're like, great, that, yep. <laughs> I get it, whereas, like, a person telling you that, they're like, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> true, true. All right, uh, we want to move on to the game mm-hmm. section. Jen? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so we're going to um, return to... A long-standing favorite game of the podcast. You remember all the times we've played All Your Faves Are Gay. Uh, Well, today we're going to play All Your Faves Are Straight. (laughs) Ellipses, Um, I guess. I I mean, if you want. I understand understand it must be really hard um, looking at media and not seeing yourself represented. So we're gonna we're gonna have some fun and decide which uh, specifically Disney characters are super straight right now. <laughs> I am a big Disney fan, so yeah. I think it, and correct me if I'm wrong. The goal here is sort of like let's determine like what qualities about this character seem particularly heterosexual. Yeah, like who's the str- the, the just the cis headiest Disney princess, you know? Right. Are you giving us a list to evaluate or are we coming up with them? I can look up some if you would like to be prompted, but I, I, I assumed with the three of us. I there think would be we opinions. can come up I think we can come up with some Disney characters. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They said looking at their wall of a hundred Disney <laughs> yeah. plushies. Let's look at these Zoom Zooms and decide which one of yeah. them is are straight. You know, we'll just pull a Zoom Zoom out of a hat and then decide its sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I want to see my stuffed animals based on how, based on how or if they like to fuck. 
<laughs> like Scuba Mickey, that guy. <laughs> Scuba Mickey, what's his deal? <laughs> you know. Well, Scuba Mickey's gotta be like a little gayer than not Scuba Mickey, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't know what it is about Scuba, but like... <laughs> I mean, what is Scuba but a dick for breathing? <laughs> or a snorkel, I guess. I guess we could start off with which one of the Disney uh, princesses, or I guess like queens, tribal chiefs, all that. You know, which one yeah. seems the straightest? The cis-headiest. Or the cis-headiest. Yeah. Maddie, discuss. Mm. Um, I don't know. My first instinct is Ariel, I feel like. Mine is I, too. Yeah. Just, Probably for the similar reasons. Just like, she's a total, like, teen fangirl of just, like, all the pictures of the boys in her cave. Mm-hmm. And so, if, I think... If I could be devil's advocate, I feel like she is, like, 16, right? Right. And, like, I don't know, there is something very, very, um, 16-year-old, not sure you're gay yet, to, like, find a boy from afar, never talk to them, but be like, yeah, I'm in love with him. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> I've mentioned a few times, I think, on the show that mine was Tom Felton for some reason. Yeah, so Prince Eric's like her Tom Felton, maybe. Mm. <laughs> they do share a lot of qualities. Um, maybe. I sort of posit uh, Tiana just because it very much seems the impulse for a hardworking woman to fix a pretty musician. Mm. That, does, that does check out, I think. Mm. Tiana's did, you know, found a guy and then emotionally built him from the ground up into an actual human being, uh, yeah. both literally and metaphorically. <laughs> and so I think that's pretty much the the uh, straight woman experience to have to teach a man how to be a person. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. That All right. That might be it. That might be, that, it. That might yeah. be, be the one. Um. I'm curious about who is the straightest villain, specifically because so, so many, many of them are queer-coded. Yeah. Like, which one escaped that grasp the most? I I mean, it's got to be Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame, oh, right? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I know Frollo. he wears kind of a gown situation, but, like, his right. whole... His whole thing is, yeah. like, way, way, way... That's, like, a time period thing, because, like, I could see modern-day Frollo wearing, like, basketball shorts in winter, which is the straight man thing. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that is required. Um I think you nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of anybody else, but, like, that's... I mean, like, maybe Jafar, like, he's a little coded, but, yeah. like, his intentions seem pretty creepy in regards to Jasmine on occasion. Yeah. Like, pretty much putting her in the Princess Leia garb. Yeah. I kind of always got the feeling that, like, Jasmine was just a means to, the, to an end. Like, I don't know that I... Yeah. Really got that, yeah. like, that he was obsessed with her in the way that Frollo was, like, yeah. definitely obsessed with her. I imagine he was it. pulling shit to, like, because, like, he knew that would piss Aladdin off. Like, he was specifically yeah, yeah. doing that shit to be antagonistic. Like, aha, your girlfriend's in an hourglass now. See, Handle like, that. He, like, gave her a makeover. 
and then, like, locked her away where no one could touch mm. her, including him. Meanwhile, Frollo's like, here's a whole song about my boner. <laughs> and that's how it went. You just sang it so well. <laughs> really, what is it about Jasmine's outfit in that scene? It's like, realistically, all he did was change her outfit into a red one. Oh like, my god, yeah. It's a sex color, <laughs> now obviously. That he, now that I think about it, he <laughs> literally just, like, got some dye. And then, like, put it in a high ponytail, I guess, like an Ariana Grande vibe. Well, obviously, Ariana Grande wasn't, like, born yet. Hadn't been invented yet. 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> she's younger than me, right? Like, so I, I think, think she, she might be ex- my age or slightly yeah. younger. Um, but, yeah, I guess maybe high ponytails are just uh, inherently a slut hair <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about, like, the the OG Disney gang? Like Mickey and Friends? Yeah, Mickey and Friends. Mm. My first instinct is going to be Donald. Go on. Um, he's just got, like trouble expressing his emotions and he's just like angry all the time mm. and has punched a wall <laughs> counterpoint it's... he's in the navy <laughs> and that is a cliche and we know their deal <laughs> that was the thing for a while okay no i know History history says that Donald Duck fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he never wears pants. That's, hmm. But is that but inherently that's, straight quality? No. Yeah. No, that that's a pretty gay quality. That's true, that's true. That's big bottom energy. And you know what? He's always keeping Daisy waiting. It's true. It's Which true. Could go either way, but mm, that's tough. Mm. Do you know officially that Mickey and Minnie are sweethearts and they're not married or husband and wife or anything mm. in it that's what they taught us in our Disney training when really? I worked at Disney. Yes. Why? I don't know. I could <laughs> and like there's no shortage of gays working at Disney, so like I'm not really sure why I couldn't give a straight answer about that. <laughs> I'd like to think it implies that they're just nesting partners. And like mm. There's other mice on the side, maybe. <laughs> you know, that snorkel. It's gotta come out. Like, <laughs> like Minnie knows that Mickey goes scuba-ing, and she's cool with it. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mi- hmm. My heart doesn't want to say Goofy, but he is also, like, the only one that we know has had heterosexual sex. That, that's true. He did produce a child. He's had heterosexual sex at least once. Mm. Do we know that it was a wife? Yes. Do we? In one singular cartoon, you hear Mrs. Goof, from off camera, obviously, call in and tell Max that it's time for dinner. And after that, I guess she died? That was a really (laughs) bad dinner. (laughs) Wasn't that heavily implied in the Goofy... In the Goofy movie that there was a dead they mom? Don't, or they don't mention do her one They day. just don't bring it up at all? I gotta watch the Goofy movie as, again. As, as I if mean, I need for an obvious, excuse. Yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons, that movie's a fucking masterpiece. It's <laughs> like the resident obsessor over the Goofy movie. Uh, they do not mention even... They do not even hint... They mention Donald Duck, but they do not mention any gone or dead or left What about wife What about extremely kind. Goofy movie? Or sequel, unfathomably goofy movie. No, they get... Oh, you know what? Goofy goes on a disco date with a lady. 
Okay. Um, oh no, I think Goofy might be the straightest. <laughs> Unless he's bi. Unless he's bi, but like, they really refuse to show us any hints of that. Disney never showing bisexual representation. He does Again. play football at least once. Oh, that, oh that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, in the way that we can look at Donald Duck and be like, hmm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I can't look at Goofy. I mean, mm. I mean, he wears a vest, but if anything, that would just make me think lesbian. Yeah. I mean, a vest on a dude does not read as gay to me. That reads very heterosexual I mean, a vest me. on a dude is when I discovered I was straight in the film Aladdin. So. Oh, true. Oh, so I think you true. can't claim that as definitely gay. Yeah, it, mm. it might just be, like, my experience in, like, the nerd community where I see a man wearing a vest and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think in real life that's for if you sure. Gave, for if sure. you gave Goofy a trilby, I would go into fight or flight mode. <laughs> like... Like Goofy, though, he would never, like, nag anyone, so I think... Yeah. yeah. He's he one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Yeah. He's a good straight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Official seal of approval. All right. <laughs> Are there any dis- other Disney characters that we get, like, real heavy straight vibes from that we need to get on the table now? Because those are my I feel like Simba, categories. maybe. Is that Simba. anything? Mmm. Just by how lions like, work? Yeah, yeah, I'd say what? so. I'm just thinking, like, adult Simba when he's like, whatever, I'm gonna fucking swing in a hammock instead of dealing with any of my responsibilities. <laughs> <in> my <laughs> Childhood trauma, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna kick it. Yeah. Mm, this is all the women of the... <laughs> all those women can get... <gasps> oh, shit, yeah. Uh, ...ruled over by Scar, and I'm just gonna do nothing to help this. And then Nala comes by and she's like, but what if I, like, do all the emotional labor and force you to face your problems? Yeah. And he's like, well, if you're my therapist, I guess. Yeah. That, that's a really good poll, Maddie. Good job. Yeah. 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 Um, Good read. Good read. Excellent. Back to the zooms. What have I got over there? Maddie is now inspecting my collection of Disney Uh, zooms. Beast, for sure. Oh, Beast, for sure. Yeah. Especially in the 2017 remake that I don't oh like to talk about, God. but literally the most straightest you could have ever made a character in the entirety of space and time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Gaston even a little too much, like that it loops back around. I do think that. I sincerely do think that. <laughs> hmm. I'm of two minds about that, but I can I can buy either way. As, yeah. As you could convince me either way on Gaston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaston is the gay guy on Grinder who's like mask for mask. Yeah, yes. Oh my god, he's the one with like the really shitty, horrible bio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, I'm convinced. But miss me with that Lafou shit. Miss me with that Lafou shit from the 2017 film. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're gonna have him look a little bit at Gaston, and also, remember how his name is literally The Fool? Anyway, he's the gayest we're gonna get. Yep. I mean, he danced with a guy in the background of one scene. I don't know what more you gays want. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did sort of look at each other like, oh, maybe we won't immediately run away from each other. Homophobia is over. <laughs> so close to fucking on screen. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I think 
um, I think we have conclusively drawn out the straights once and for all. We've named maybe five characters, and based on my research, that's all the representation you need of a entire group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's plenty. And right. the rest of every other Disney character is gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm having a lot of trouble with this game. <laughs> all of them are gay, especially Scuttle. <laughs> You know what? I don't want you to explain that one. <laughs> I really genuinely feel I, as if I don't have to. It's, it's beyond explanation. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Maddie, for joining us for this April Fool's episode. The real pranks were in the friendships we made along the way. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I guess you just message CJ if you need help with any forms. I'm not a lawyer, but I am good at reading forms and finding forms online and figuring out paperwork. So if you need any help with that, message CJ. I have a lot of free time at work to look things up for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Jen, do you want to plug your social media stuff? Uh, If you want to tweet at me about which Disney characters you think are the straightest and or the gayest, not and, or, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, find me on Twitter at Underscore Glitter Goblin underscore, right? That's my Twitter, right? Probably. (laughs) You know what? Uh, My banner's the My Gay Agenda, like, logo, so if you look that up on Twitter and it does not have the My Gay Agenda banner... Drag the My Gay Agenda banner to Google Image Search (laughs) and then click on the first Twitter account you see. It may also be mine, but then just backtrack from there because Jen and I just pretty much spend most of Twitter interacting with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someday I'll know my own social media accounts anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Uh, And as always, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, While you're there, why not uh, give us a rating? Jen is playing with a small pink fuzzy thing they found in their pocket. Um, It looks very charming. Um, So you can talk about that too while you're giving us a five-star rating, hopefully, and subscribing and telling all of your friends. You can find us on Facebook at My Gay Agenda and Investigative Podcast, on Twitter at Gay Agenda Cast, and on Patreon um, at patreon.com slash mygayagenda. If you heard about all the money that I have to spend on my name change and thought, wow, CJ could also stand to spend less money on this podcast, then you can go ahead and kick in a few bucks per month and that'll actually really genuinely help out. Yeah, I think that'll do it. All right. Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Go watch a goofy movie. Hell yeah. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. Banana. Banana. When they're doing all these live action remakes, when are they gonna (gasps) nut up and give me a live action power line? They can't because Prince is gone. (laughs) Good point, good point.